defund the police. I don't get that either. That don't make sense to me. I just want the police to behave better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't shoot nobody, don't kill nobody, but keep them, you know, keep the funding. I want my police and cars, not scooters. Hello, welcome to the Free Speech Podcast. We'll start off with transgender women in sport because you look like a transgender rugby player. I'm not going to lie. If it was people like me trying to play rugby against women, I think that would be okay. Because I, 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 I'm not that much bigger than me. The problem is, right, is when you've got these 18 stone men who trans- transition, they're like, I'm a, I'm a woman now. Yeah, but you weigh 18 stone. You had you, you went through full puberty, went through professional rugby training, and now you're playing against nine stone women. Scientists have released a, a report that was leaked, and it said that uh, there's at least a 20 to 30% greater risk of injury when a female player is tackled by someone who's gone through male puberty. Uh, as uh, you know, obviously a lot of uh, transgender women have. So obviously, you know, it affects your bone structure, your muscle density, muscle growth and stuff before you then get on the hormones that, you know, reverse it a little bit. Did you need a, a, a scientific study for this? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like if Anthony Joshua identifies as a woman, I get his balls chopped off. You think, all right, yeah, let's, let's put him with the ladies. You know, it's fine. <laughs> Given that <laughs> reduces testosterone for two weeks, you think that's going to change anything? You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Or you put if Usain um, Usain Bolt started running in the ladies, yeah. come on, man. You don't need a scientist to tell you that's not fair. I, I don't even see why this is co- a controversial issue. Like, this is this is like uh, Zuby. Did you see that? So Zuby, a rapper in England, uh, free speech activist, he just identified as a woman, broke the <clears throat> broke the personal best for deadlift, bench press, uh, squat, because he identified as a woman. I don't see this as controversial in any way, shape, or form. I'm not saying, no one's saying you can't play. We're saying, look, there is added risk if you're formerly an 18-stone dude who wants to transition into a beautiful young lady who's now wants to play rugby. Well, people have, there's a, there's a change.org petition, which is, you know, obviously the, the marching mob uh, with flame, flaming torches of our time. There's a change.org petition that's saying that this decision is transphobic. And, you know, if you say you're a woman, then you're a woman. And that's it. You're a, you're, you know, a real woman. There's no, no difference. We sort of, you know, it does fly in the, the face of the science. Like Nico said, you don't even need to be a scientist. You know what I mean? If I, if I transition to being a woman, which I'm thinking about doing, it's very difficult to get booked these days. If I transition to being a woman, I'm six foot six, you know what I mean? All right, I'm not, I'm not muscly or anything. I reckon I could still smash a lot of like female rugby players, you know, in a tackle. Well, Venus Williams played the uh, so number one tennis player in the world. She played like the 158 ranked pro tennis player male. He's rubbish, right? Loses to everyone. I'd probably beat him. That's how bad he is. And he absolutely dominated Venus Williams, right? <laughs> the, the greatest female tennis player ever. And he battered her. She didn't win. I think she won one set. And he sure? I never seen this. When oh, was this? Well, this is old, man. This is old news. She couldn't She couldn't even win it. She barely won a game, right? So there's, there's, you know, I don't even see this as controversial. Ultimately, I think it shouldn't, this kind of puts trans people, it's, it's a polemical thing. I think female Rugby players should be, you know, should know whether or not they're who they're playing against because they're the ones who are likely to get injured. So it should be up to them and to the female rugby board. Yeah, and I think a lot of transgender uh, people feel that this is um, is is actually hurting their their cause. 
Because obviously most transgender women don't want to go and like, you know, take part in weightlifting competitions or UFC and then, you know, be smashing like women's, like cisgender women's faces in, you know, while their, their, their penis is clearly visible through their lycra. You know, most transgender women don't want to, don't want to do that. They just want to like um, live a normal life as a, as a, as a woman. Um, so this is actually sort of, you know, turning public opinion against them and, you know, yeah. make it becoming an unnecessary controversy. Question, can, can they put, like, I guess they're not, I don't know, can't, like, put all the trans people in a league, have men, women, and then a trans league. Is that not possible? I don't know. Or is that well, I'm not the question? I was thinking that, but there's probably not going to be enough trans yeah, the- who want to play rugby. City. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, you, you can maybe do like squash or something or five a side, but I don't think you could have like because rugby there's about twenty seven on each side all the time. It's like Australian yeah. rules football. I don't know. But may, maybe we should do away with gender categories in sport completely. I mean, that seems to be the you know the woke, that would be the woke thing to do. Well, I tell you what was interesting. A few years ago, there was a female Mexican player who was good enough to get into a football team. Apparently, she was amazing. And they wouldn't put her in the. They wouldn't allow her to play in the men's team. So that's. That, I don't because that they just said no. It's men and women, and you can't play. So obviously yeah. she just dominated the women's team, but she <laughs> just killed them all, right? Apparently she wanted to play. The team said, "Yeah, we want her in the first team," and they didn't let her. So that's kind of a more comparable situation, I think. Yeah, and this issue, I mean, it's got to be difficult for for people who are transphobic and misogynist. Because, you know, if you're transphobic, you don't want the, the transgender women playing in the team. Uh, but if you're misogynist, you want the transgender women on the team, like, causing those injuries to women. So uh, it's, it's got to be tough for, for bigots out there. I, I imagine so. I thought that would get more. That's, that's the one bit that well, I wrote. I prepared one little bit. This is like, um, get used to it. This is going to be like car comedy from now on. That's what <laughs> People are putting on these like outdoor gigs, like uh, performing to people in cars. Have any of you done them though? Have you no. done them, Darius? No. <laughs> yeah, they look they look complete shit. So I think the atmosphere that's going to affect the atmosphere, especially you know people wearing masks. Is ain't going to be worried about getting acne instead of like thinking about the jokes? I've got acne from wearing a mask. Can you I hear know. the laughter through the mask? Yeah, well, it's not it's not something you two need to worry about. What's <laughs> 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 a funny joke, Leo? Just me. <laughs> and you're getting acne from your hormone treatment, Darius. Is the, yeah, the number one transgender mom. rugby player? You're a transgender rugby player. Yeah, I am. I, that's what I am. And you should respect my right to do that. <laughs> this is gonna get pulled down. You know that. You know, YouTube, <laughs> is, gonna, <laughs> YouTube is gonna take this down. <laughs> Maybe J.K. Rowling's going to fund this. So overall, like, what do you what do you think? Transgender? What, do you think they should be allowed to uh, compete uh, in in rugby and like you know cause these injuries? Do you think they should be able to compete in, in UFC and weightlifting and stuff? I, th- I think it would just be fair if they compete in somewhere like you know extra, exercise doesn't uh, doesn't give you an advantage. So like dressage, you know the thing on the horse where you're basically just ballast and the horse is doing the work. If you're fucking twenty stone sitting on that horse, that's that's going to make you worse at doing all the like tippy toe. Horse shit. And I just pull, pull you up on that loaded question. What do you think about transgender taking part in contact sports? Like you were <laughs> very loaded question, but I agree. I, I mean, even it won't affect me 
I think for this, just purely for safety and health, health and safety reasons, um, you know, it's not enough to say, oh, they're, they're on testosterone because there's obviously physiology, physiological advantages that you get through puberty, i.e. stronger body bones, et cetera, et cetera. So I think purely that I agree with you. If it's just like an individual sport where well, it's not a contact sport, then go ahead. But when it comes down to purely physicals, I think, you know, you've got to acknowledge the differences despite what uh, the woke left want you to believe. Yes, men and women are different. Um, we are stronger. That is a fact. Can they not do like a strength test and have it within a range? But, but, you, but, know I mean, what, but you know what, Nico? It's not necessarily just the strength because maybe you take testosterone, right? And it lowers you and now you've got the same mass and the same strength as a, a, a female, right? But here's the thing. Your bones are a lot denser and harder. So you get hit by her, you, you feel it. You get hit by someone who's transitioned with heavy, dense bones. That's why they say heavy, the guy's like a boxer. Yeah, yeah, heavy true. hands, yeah. man. Like your feet is like getting hit by a truck. I dated yeah. a transgender woman and she had a heavy, dense bone. Hey-oh! <laughs> wasn't your friend, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing, man. I got, I got full respect for transgender women. Like, you know, I think if you go through all that pain... You know, that hassle, the social stigma of transitioning, you got more of a right to that gender than, than I do. Like, we're all default gender guys. You know, we're all just born with a dick and we, we ran with it. Except, you know, maybe maybe Darius, uh, we're not sure about. But, you know, I, I think, you know, I've got full respect for transgender people. And I think this, this sport thing, this contact sport thing is actually harming, you know, the, the cause of, uh, of transgender women getting accepted in wider society. All right. Is Darius a trans man or a woman? Which side is he going to? I think he's yeah, still making up his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what she's like did. He looks like a gender-neutral musketeer. She said that um, you wouldn't take the vaccine when it comes out, even though it's made by Oxford University, the smartest people in the world. Man, look, man, that vaccine is being rushed through, is untested, and... Uh, and actually, this addresses this this guy from last week. He was talking about, or our last podcast, we talked about wearing masks. And I was quite blasé about it. I was like, oh, I don't mind wearing a mask. And I don't mind wearing a mask except I get spots from wearing a mask. But the next day was was all the shops opened up where I am. So I went to the shop and I went to the Apple store. And they wouldn't let you in without a mask. Fine. And then they were putting the thing up on your head to, to read your temperature. And I don't mind that now, but... How long are they going to keep that up for, right? That, that's the question. They're going to be like, mm, this is palaver. Okay, we're going to have the vaccine. So everyone's going to get the vaccine. Now, the conspiracy theorist is, oh, they're going to put the chip in the vaccine. Obviously, that's stupid. They're not going to do that. They will give you a vaccine, and they will say, download an app on your phone to say you've had the vaccine. So you'll have an app, and you say, look, I've had the vaccine. But what will happen is that people will forget their phone, lose their phone. So they'll say, oh, well, we can make this easier. We can just put an RFDI chip in your hand, and then you can just scan it, touch and go and say you've had a vaccine or not. That's that is, what the fuck are you talking about? That is like, Nico, Nico, you're going to put a microchip on no, your skin to show you about the vaccine. Leo, this is Leo all the time. He's such a flipping toe-the-line, government's right on everything. No, the vaccine's been untested, untried, half a year. You think they don't mess up vaccines? Come oh, back. yeah, no, occasionally, occasionally they do, but they are testing it. They're putting it through trials right now. So unless it gives you problems in, like, three years' time... The normal vaccine, to, to test it... The normal... This one is not... Yeah, the rate for this one passing through is a lot quicker than normal. It's yeah. usually four years testing. 
and they're going to try and make a mandatory vaccine. If you want to put stuff in your body, fine, right? But this yeah, is why... This I do. Is why, this is I want to put it in. This is why I say, because people start moaning or start arguing, they say, oh, kids shouldn't be allowed to transition, right? And I say, look, I don't care if kids transition. It's not my body. If they've been given the right education, the right, they've got all the knowledge, they should be allowed, knowing all full well the repercussions because I wouldn't want someone to tell me what I can do with my body so someone shouldn't tell them what they can do with their body, right? So the, the vaccine, fine, you, make it. If you want to take an untried vaccine that might make you go flipping sterile or kill you, go ahead. Because <laughs> let me tell you, there have been vaccines they put up and sterilized half a country. And that, that's, that's... Well, that's not true. That's, that's not true. That is just okay. mad shit that you saw hold on the internet. Hold on, I'll find you. I'll find out that it's true now. I'm oh, sure. here we go. Like vaccines are bad for you. Dot <laughs> com. No, I'm not going to show vaccines are bad for you. I'm going to show that vaccines, of course, sterilized. Uh, sterilized. I'm telling you now. This episode is not going to make it. I'm telling you now. This episode. <laughs> <laughs> this episode. Is, <laughs> this episode is over. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand this whole chip under the skin thing because we've already got we've got vaccines for like uh, measles, um, uh, whooping cough, mumps, all the rest okay. of that. I don't know well, what MMR. We don't. Ask, nobody's ever, nobody ever gets a microchip under the skin. Let me ask you that. Of course, no one gets a microchip under the skin <laughs> for, for polio, measles, whatever you just said. Obviously, have you ever been stopped from going in a shop, Leo? And they've said, excuse me, let me check you've had your mumps or rubella vaccine. Has anyone ever said that? No. But they will say to you, have you had your corona vaccine? And you will say, yes. I will say yes, but I'll be lying. And they'll say, hey, this guy's lying. He hasn't got his vaccine certificate. <laughs> to, to sort that out, they'll say, let's put a tiny chip in, which they are already doing in Sweden and in Barcelona. A nightclub is tiny. It takes two seconds. doesn't hurt at all. And all they'll do is they go, beep, yes, beep, no. <laughs> They've got, listen, this is the thin end, thin end of the wedge. The thin end of the wedge. Now, you, I know you love towing the government. Oh, that, you can trust, you can trust the government. You can trust the government. They won't lie. No, look, we're not going to put a border in the Irish Sea. You can trust us. Oh, we are obviously going to put a border in the Irish Sea. How else are we going to be able to check stuff? They lie to you every single day. If you want them to mess with your body, go ahead. But they ain't putting a vaccine in my body. <laughs> I'm finding out that sterilization in Indian thing now. But you're a you're a you're a comedian. Was, Surely was, you want everybody to be vaccinated so they can go back into comedy clubs. There was one in um, Kenya as well, Darius. This sterilization thing you're talking about. Yeah, it's man. There's, listen, they're not going to inject it into your balls, Leo. Leo, we live in a, we live in an age. You don't need to put it in your balls to go sterile. Exactly, and we live in an age where this is what happens. This is the the government fucks up, and then they say sorry after. They go, ah, oh, we didn't know that sending people with corona into the old age home would kill them all. Sorry about that. Could have handled it better. They'll come out five well, years' time when you get Actually, actually, that is one of the things. Because people vote, everybody's like, oh, my God, the Tories are so evil. They don't care about, you know, the, the weak and the vulnerable. And uh, then, like, the coronavirus comes along, which just kills the weak and the vulnerable. And the Tories are trying to stop it. This is one of the things that I'm very disappointed in Boris Johnson about. He should have been sending coronavirus-addled victims into, like, those care homes. He should have been. That's, that's what Tories are supposed to do. Instead, he's been all nice, and he's given mad taxes to people in the, in the form of furlough. I was, I was disgusted by that. I didn't vote for, like, some sort of, like, you know, Swedish liberal party. I, I voted for the Tories. They're supposed to be mean and nasty and, like, try and, like, punish, harm people. But they didn't. They tried to be nice. No, my thing with the vaccine, I'm not 
I, I don't think this one gonna have any chick. I'm not as far <laughs> as far gone as Darius, but <laughs> I want a longer testing period and I want bigger sample sizes before I take it, right? I don't mind taking it eventually, but I gotta if when I see white people taking it and they're living good, <laughs> that's when I will take it, you know. But for now, I'll wait. Yeah, man, I, I don't want I don't want bigger sample size. I stick it in one squirrel. If that squirrel's alive after forty-eight hours, I'm happy. I'm sh- shoving that thing up like in my balls or wherever it goes. So this is this is an investigation. This is a PDF by produced by the Population Research Institute, which says uh, which you can look online. Uh, I can't do screen sharing. You've disabled it. Convenient. I'll show the truth to everyone. Next you can't week. handle the truth, Darius. Leo can't handle the truth. <laughs> Government's dude. So this is a, this is just a this is a, an investigation, and they gave. Uh, what, they what's gave, the name of the population research? Institute? I'm going to. And they've done the whole thing on it, and basically they put vaccines out, and then it turned out that they were one of the one of the side effects was they were sterilizing women. You don't know what's in these things, man. Who is to blame? USA denial, one family's nightmare, blah, blah. So you can read this. The Gates Foundation apparently been funding it. I, I'm just saying this stuff is out there. So that's why I'm talking about, you know, people, okay. people have right to be like, question what's going on in their body. Because I don't think you, the governments, if they've proven anything, whether you're right, left or anything, centrist, you should be able to question. Yeah, yeah, you should be skeptical of them things. I agree with you, Darius. Yeah, I guess before you inject it into yourself or into children or whatever. But, like, I mean, at the same time, the same... they had the same problem in Kenya with one of these things, though, Darius. I've seen one for Kenya as well. Or was it Nigeria? Yeah. One of those, yeah. I think it's Kenya. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody, like, when, they, when people start criticizing Bill Gates and the Gates Foundation, that guy's put billions of his own money into stopping all these diseases, not just vaccines or whatever, but like stopping stopping AIDS, stopping malaria, and then he gets all this shit for it. I just think it's so unfair, because if I had that money, I wouldn't be trying to stop malaria. I, I don't care nah, about I, malaria. I don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Gates isn't doing any good for anyone. I think he is. He's, trying, he's, no, 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 li- no. he's literally trying to stop diseases. No, I wouldn't I'll, be spending I'll... the money on that. I'd be going around just getting people to eat teaspoons of my shit. No, yeah, so if, that's would, so if that's what you would be doing, Leo, and that's yeah. what Nico would be doing, and that's what I would be doing, and the majority of people would be doing, why is he doing this? Why is he? Why is he such a philanthropist? <laughs> yeah, why yeah. Why, when when he had a monopoly on all this computer stuff, he wasn't being generous then. Why all of a sudden he generous <laughs> all of this hell shit? Fuck that guy. Now there's a <laughs> video of a, um, some activists in India complaining about him genetically pat- uh, patenting the genetics of some of the food the food stuff, and all the farmers are, are going bankrupt and shit, and the crops are failing because Gates are, is pushing some GMO stuff. And the so you got to buy, you got to buy a IBM PC to like print out the food. up in arms and shit. So yeah, <laughs> nah, he's problems, man. Well, that serves him right for trying to do something nice. He tries to do something nice. He tries to make the world a better place, and everybody hates him for it. That's why I never try and do anything nice. No, but then he comes out and said black people should get the vaccine first. No, fuck that. Did he say that? Yeah, black. Did he hell. say that? Black people should get like, the vaccine you know, first. Did he say it in a Black Lives Matter kind of thing? Like they, you know, we should they should they should get it first, like to to help them, or was he like yeah yeah kind of like kind of like that? But they always say that shit, man. They yeah. they always want to use us as guinea pigs. But nah, fuck that. <laughs>
I think scientists and politicians should get it first. And then if they're still alive, well, we should take it. Because here's the thing. Let me finish it. Black people aren't no more susceptible to it than white people. Like, France has more cases. France and Italy have more cases than the entire continent of Africa. No way. Yeah. I'm I'm from Barbados. We had, like, six people die from corona. Barbados is full of black people. So is, is, I, that cause it's, is that because it's warm, so the heat, like, kills the virus? That's one of the things they were saying, that um, heat kills it, but we're not more susceptible to it, so he can keep that shit to himself, man. No. Right now, you can't even use cash in most places. So everything we buy is trying, is, you know, is, there's a, a trail of what's being bought in the shop. I can't even put money into your bank account. I couldn't go into it before, like, last year. You can. I, I allow it. They, won't, they don't allow it. So you, I couldn't pay in money into my bank account without registering and logging into my bank. And I couldn't, you know, you could just go in and say, put £100 in this account. But now you have to be a member of that. They need to know who you are. But, and they say, oh, it's to stop drug crime. And we need to track this. Is it bullshit to stop drug? Like how, how many drug dealers are going in paying 10 quid in here, 10 quid in there? <laughs> it's for them to just be able to track it. Track every, it, every transaction, yeah. Every single transaction going to be monitored. And also, also, it means the government, like, you're going to pay tax on everything. Every, like, because we used to, as comedians, we used to get paid cash, cash in hand a lot. And obviously, man, not all that's getting declared to the tax, man. Which then, when it came to furlough... I, I declare all of mine, though. I declare all of mine. I declare all of mine. I declare all of mine as well. I'm talking about, I heard about other people. I heard about other people not yeah. declaring all their cash. I heard, I, I heard James Acaster doesn't pay taxes. <laughs> but now it's all electronics you, you pay tax on you know pretty much so if you want to see a prostitute now it's going to be recorded as well they're going to well, have chip and pin there's beggars there's beggars that uh, have um, yeah. what do you call it Co- contactless yeah contactless stuff. chip and pin man yeah yeah I went when it was in Amsterdam as well you can't use your um, you can't use cash on the trams I thought you were going to say something else about prostitutes there. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, but you can't use cash on the trams. Everything has to be your bank card. Right. But every journey you take is monitored, man. i got to be honest. I don't do a lot of shopping on trams, so I'll be all right. No, but it's tracking your journeys. Yeah, it's the same in, uh, same in London. You don't pay cash on the bus. Like it's always um, Oyster or just your, your contactless card, your phone, whatever. Oyster is different, though. You can um, forge an Oyster card. <laughs> but like, if you look back, right, the other day I was looking at everything. You take a step back and you look at where we are now because it's all happened so fast and we kind of acclimatized. It's pretty flipping. It's like if you watch like a post-apocalyptic, like some sort of Mad Max, we're, we're pretty much there, man. Like no cash, wearing face masks, someone pointing a gun at your head before you walk into a shop. Man, there's cracking <laughs> every single movement you make. We're pretty much, we're getting there. It's not like... You know, you like can be blase about it, but like yeah, no, like, no, and also like you know, speech and opinions are being policed so harshly. You know what I mean? Like J.K. Rowling says one tiny thing that you know, and, and she's you know being well, this is publicly excoriated. Not, so, but, but 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 if we extrapolate from where we are now, you now they can cancel you online, but it will get to a point where you will have a social score like they have in China. And they can just turn off your money because we don't use cash. And I say, you know what, this person, we can cancel money. Uh, like Iranians, all our bank account holdings were canceled by, On obviously it's a different matter, but it just shows they can just stop all your money, hold it, and that's it, you're done. How are you going to buy stuff? How are you going to eat? 
So it's a very yeah. That's what yeah. We should never get rid of cash, man. Should never get rid of cash. I guess that's why Bitcoin. That's, that's why Bitcoin's come about because it's digital cash. It's untraceable, and you can use it for nefarious things that you don't want the government to see. So if you want to buy cocaine or whatever, you can use Bitcoin to to buy it. But yeah, talking of uh, government interference in people's lives, we've had federal agents black bagging, they call it, just grabbing people off the street in Portland and, and places like that. All these uh, Black Lives Matter protesters, Antifa protesters, been grabbing them, putting them in trucks. What do you think of that? I, I actually looked this up on Snopes, and Snopes said it's half truth, half lies. Oh, really? Which half yeah. is truth and which half was lies? I can't remember, man. I, I, I don't do that much research. Yeah, I'll, I'll literally, my research for this is, I saw one meme. I saw one meme and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm now an expert in this. Let's roll with that. Yes, yeah. yeah, Snow, Snow said that, um, uh, you continue talking. Oh, yeah. What, what, what's false? This, this is what's false. The use of the word kidnapping alleges that the federal agents had committed a crime. However, no court or judge has said that this was the case as of this writing. In at least one case, federal officials said they put someone in an unmarked van for questioning because they believe that that person committed a crime. Yeah. And the bit that's true is that Donald Trump had directed federal agencies to deploy officers in cities, including Portland, Oregon, in the summer of 2020. And those agents used unmarked vehicles. So that's the bit is truth. So there's some truth to it. And they're saying that, yeah, these were federal agents, but they had unmarked vehicles. And so. Darius, you've been, you've been arrested by the police before. Like, what's your, has that given you a perspective on this? So... Listen, I, I hate the police in general. Um, and I've seen videos of them getting a, of these people getting black bags, so to say, in Portland. Um, and let's, let's, this is the truth of the matter, right? There's very difference between what's happening here and what's happening in Iran where you have the SAVAK, right? And here's the difference. What's the SAVAK? SAVAK is the actual Iranian secret police where they don't come with... There's a difference. When you get arrested in Iran by the secret police, yeah, they're not wearing a police uniform. You don't, you, you've just been, you've literally been kidnapped and you're gone, right? So here's what's happening in Portland. And where do you go? Do you come back again or are you put in like, people, you know, gulag? Some people do. My, 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 my friend who's over here now, he is a, a political dissident from Iran. That happened to him. They, they actually tortured, not flipping, called him the wrong pronoun, not did, said, 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 said this, that they tortured him. He got political asylum to come here. I know people who are in the secret who get arrested. That, that's, that's a true thing. What's happening in America is if the police turned up in the, and I hate the police, just so we're on the thing, I'm not on the police's side, but let's look at this logically. If the police turned up in a police cruiser, We've been seeing for the past month what happens to the police when they turn up in a police cruiser. They get flipping bricks and rocks thrown up, they're thrown at the thing. So how are they going to arrest the protesters? How are they going to disperse anything? The reality is the Black Lives Matter movement, which I think in general at the start when George Floyd was murdered, everyone agreed with, has been uh, appropriated by other causes now and it doesn't stand for what it stood for at the thing where it's like we want justice for George Ford and other people killed by police brutality. Now in America it's an excuse for like you say socio-anarchists to come out on the streets just flipping set fire to stuff cause the Chaz uh, thing in Seattle and take over that whole thing. So 
the police are coming. You know that the police, it says police on them. Obviously, they're coming in unmarked cars because if they come in a police cruiser, you will throw bricks and cause problems to try and set it on fire. So, I, and I hate the police, but I can see the logic for it. A lot of these people are protesting. I saw Black Lives Matter video. There's one online, right? Whole Black Lives Matter still going on today. Protest. Not one black person there. All pink hair. All pink hair. <laughs> Not one black person there. So the me, man, that, that whole movement, I feel sorry for Black Lives Matter because uh, George Floyd still hasn't had justice. Uh, Arnold Ivory still hasn't got justice. Bruno Taylor still hasn't had justice. And now we're back to like Me Too movement when someone's got a fucking woman's had a picture of her back taken. Boy, you cried wolf. Real things are happening. Real crap. And it's been fucking went into trans rights. It's like, let's just deal with this, which is what is thing. And then people who were for it are like, whoa, I'm kind of pulling back on that. But regarding the cars turning up, they had to use that. And I hate the police. If they turn up in a vehicle, it's just going to cause more more trouble. So logically what they, what they could do to quell, you know, the, the, the unrest. Is it is it uh, dystopian? Yeah, it's dystopian. But that's for the world we're living in, where we're arguing about whether or not we should have a mandatory vaccine and someone's putting a thermometer at my head. This is the world yeah. we live in, but I can... It's, two, it's 2020. It's, it's dystopian now. So we're going to have people like, in unmarked cars just grabbing you, putting a bag over your head, and just stuffing you in this SUV, giving you some punches to the kidneys, and then you never see your family again. Actually, you do see your family again. You're let out after 20 minutes, probably. But, Nico, what, what do you think of this, uh, you know, people grabbing, federal agents grabbing people off the street? Well, as I said, like, I only saw one video with it, and I don't know the whole story. And apparently that person wrote on Twitter, hey, I was the person, you know, in the vehicle or whatever, the one right. I saw, and that they are still alive and good or whatnot. But I don't know what's going on. If they're getting kidnapped, that's fucked up, man. Yeah. Although, know, although, like, I mean, if it's Antifa, getting, like, a lot of these Antifa people, they all want communism. It's like, here's a taste of communism, baby. You know what I mean? This is what you want. You want the state to have complete power over you. Like, no no oversight or anything, no accountability. They can just grab you. At least you're, like, getting let out after your like, question for 40 minutes about what brand of vegan cheese you eat. At least you're getting let out. Like, go back to your mum's basement instead of getting put to a gulag in Siberia for, like, 12 years. Or, like, the, the Uyghur Muslims in, uh, in China. Like they're getting they're getting sent to these like re-education camps where they're like re-educated to the testicles with like lengths of copper pipe. Like that's I know I gotta say two million of them put in camps and there's there's never been a time in human history when like a, a ruling force you know an omnipotent political party has put two million people in re-education camps and it's been a good thing. You know what I mean? And I think you know the Uyghur Muslims like would they be getting a lot more attention if people knew how to pronounce their name? I don't know. It's not Uyghur, is it? It's Uyghur or something like that. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. But the whole thing about the the defund the police, I don't get that either. I I need to research that shit because that that don't make sense to me. I just want the police behave better. <laughs> you know, don't shoot nobody, don't kill nobody, but you keep them. You know, keep the funding. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Like, if, something's, if something's not doing doing well, if there's you know if there's a problem with something, like say you know uh, airplane mechanics, you know the, the the engines were were like failing mid flight and like the planes are crashing, you wouldn't be like ah, oh, we need to slash the funding, we need yeah. to slash the funding to these mechanics. I want to fix it. I want my police and cars, not scooters. You know what I mean? Like when, I, when I call them, yeah, you better be there. I don't want a man pushing down the road. But I had an <laughs> argument with uh, Constantine, uh, Constantine Kissing, who probably you viewers all know. 
And we argued about what defund the policeman. And I thought it kind of meant what Nico says. We just really want them to be, be better, maybe take away. Like, there's no need. The police don't need tanks and, like, AR-35, you know, Kalishnikovs, man. <laughs> pistol, car, they don't need all of that. that. That's what I meant by defund the police. And he was like, no, they mean get rid of the police. I mean, that's stupid. But they actually do mean get rid of the police completely, like, no police. But, you know, all that will happen is then it will literally turn out to be, like, Robocop. But it will be completely madness. Yeah. OCP will just be in there with Ed 209, like, you have five seconds to comply. Show me your visa. <laughs> Bang. Oh, sorry, we made a mistake. We, we, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got to say, man, I've seen these Antifa people. They're all scrawny little pink-haired fucking white kids, man. If, like, if there wasn't any police, their skulls would be being used as ashtrays right now. Like, I'd, I'd be hunting them for sport and for meat and roasting them, like, or roasting them over burning car tires and then eating their legs and stuff. You know, that's that's the way 2020 is going. The pinker the hair, the more offended the person. That's my... Yeah. Man. Yeah, I think I think like scientists are working on a pink dye so incredibly brilliantly bright that it'll just signal the the maximum level of offence be visible from from the space station. Man, I do think there needs to be a pushback though on all of this, like because it's just I, honestly I think it's more divisive now, more divided than any part in my life, and when actually up until five years ago. Everyone was kind of getting, or 10 years ago, everyone was like pretty much getting along. And now suddenly everyone's like, you're this, you're that. Nico's Barbados, Darius is Iranian, Leo's Scottish, he's straight, he's just like, whoa, why are you all put us all in the categories of this? I think society, I tell people this all the time, society peaked at 2004. After that, it's all downhill, mate. 2004, that's maybe we're living the best life. The 90s were golden. The 90s were... Oh, the 90s. Oh, I could go back to the 90s, man. Yeah, yeah. it was I think social, social media has ruined a lot of so, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. amazing when you have a couple of days. The trouble with being a comedian, you've got to be on social media. But if you have yeah. a couple of days off it, it's, it's just bliss. Twitter in particular, man, that's damaging for your mental health, man. You yeah. go on there and it's just everybody arguing back and forth, black versus white, straight versus gay or trans versus, you know, whatever. And it's just back and forth. And everybody's shouting and getting it more and more extreme yeah. so they can get more retweets and everybody's dug in. No, but you, you can't change anyone's mind on social media. Yeah. I've never seen anyone on Twitter go, oh, yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> never happened. Never happened. So it's a waste of time, man. Yeah. No, it's, it's a psychological thing, psychological reactance. If somebody attacks you, if somebody like, you know, tries to, or you take away somebody's choices, like the, like the woke people are trying to do, they're trying to take away people's, uh, when they censor people, that's taking away their choice. Uh, there's a, a psychological thing called reactance that means that you, that you then want that thing that you've been told you can't have. Social media is, I agree with Nico, 100%. Is Everybody just digs in, man. Oh, man. Dig in. And they're like, I'm not budging. But you know, the worst thing is, nuance is completely dead. Dead. Nuance is completely yeah. dead. Everyone, you might say something which is, you know, nuance. People just, they, and they deliberately say, oh, you said this, but you meant this. You, you, you said the sky was blue, but what you actually meant was hail Hitler. That's what you meant. I heard it in your, in your voice. You know, they, they refuse to listen to nuance. They refuse to listen to argument. And it's just getting divided, more divided, more divided. It's more point divided. scoring. It's point scoring and virtual signaling, man. Yeah, like, there's no, there's no, everything's very totalitarian. Like you can't be, uh, you can't say, you know, okay, there's, uh, you know, tr- 
transgender people, yeah, totally, you're, you're women, uh, but uh, there's some issues with, you know, contact sports. If you say that, then you're transphobic, even though you think, you know, you're saying transgender women totally accept you and, you know, think you're totally valid as people and, you know, all the rest of it. If you, if you say the contact sport thing, then you're transphobic. And I think we need, the, you know, obviously in, in society, there needs to be some sort of balance. You know, we've got like safe spaces for women, like women's changing rooms and stuff like that. And, you know, to have, you know, obviously transgender women who've like transitioned and made an effort and stuff should be allowed to go in there. Like if I put on a frock, I shouldn't be allowed in there. That's ridiculous. So, like, you know, I think there needs to be balance and discussion and, and rules and things need to be, a, you know, common sense. And you but, can't but, say, well, if anybody if anybody argues in that sort of common sense way, then they're just shouted down as transphobic or whatever it is. Yeah, even if you say something, sorry, Darius, even if you say something like, oh, I think um, people should wait till they're at least 16 before they transition. You say something that seems pretty reasonable, Wait till you've gone through puberty to then transition. So I, th- I think somebody said that, and it was, uh, oh, you're transphobic, da 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 da. <laughs> you should have hormone blockers at eight. Like, I love that. I've got an issue with that. If you wait until they're 16, you know, they've already got, they're, they're going to start hulking out. You don't want a whole generation it, of, uh, it, you know, blocking Regarding kids, I saw a documentary, and this, this guy, he, he transitioned after puberty, and he was like, I wish I was able to do this before. You know, I had the physical changes of being a girl, whatever. And, and I said earlier on, I think they should be allowed to transition. But there was a case in the newspaper or in the news recently. Um, this woman transitioned when she was 16, had puberty blockers or something. Now she's realized that she made a mistake and she's gone transition back to woman and she's suing the NHS. And I'm like, well, you can't have it both ways. That's 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 where I like you can't be like oh I demand to be allowed to transition at you know ten but then if I regret it I'm going to sue you later on yeah. either you are allowed to transition at ten and you accept the repercussions that hey you maybe just maybe at ten years old you don't know what's right for you you aren't ready to do that for the rest of your life because if that was the case and if we made decisions based on kids, you'd be looking at a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle right now if I could have transitioned, right? That's the truth of it, right? You change your mind. I'm not the same person I was five years ago. So that woman, she realized now after she's gone through all that thing that she'd come out and she said, you know what it was? It was I was depressed. I had this, this, and this, and I was a woman all along. The NHS shouldn't have let me transition, even though at the time, as she says, quote, I was 100% certain nothing could have changed my mind and she was educated on it. Well, then that's, that, that's the fallout. That's why this is such a big decision. So either, yes, children should be allowed to transition and you take the repercussions, or no, you can't have, yeah, I'm going to transition. Yeah, you can't go back and sue. Yeah, yeah that's not on. Yeah, that's fair enough. Nico, you said uh, two th- you think society peaked in 2004. That was, uh, ironically, the year that Wiley released his uh, seminal song, Some, Some, Some About a Rolex. I don't know if you know it, like, then she's wearing a Rolex or something like that. I don't know, it was just, like, big hit. It was just, like, you know, I should be so lucky or, um, you know, whatever. That, that was his big song. And uh, that was easy. transition there, mate. Like, oh, man, I'm, I'm going. That's so slick. <laughs> I'm angling for, like, we need a new Wogan. This is... Uh... <laughs> but, like, so Wiley, yeah? Well, I'm trying to fucking... I'm trying to segue into this thing about Wiley. So he had this song like ages ago, 
17 years ago or whatever, this shit song about a Rolex now somehow, while he came out with all this uh, anti-Semitic, anti-Israel, anti-Israel stuff. Yeah, he went on a mad one, man. Did you see it, Darius? Man, I, I, I saw, you know what? I, I went and looked at it today. It was not just like, you know, sometimes when people are like, I'm going to be I'm gonna be a little bit anti-Semitic today, just going to drop one tweet. Man, this guy, he doubled that. He, went, he just went all in. It was like, it's honestly, it wasn't just like maybe five tweets in a row. It was like from early yesterday morning till the evening, he went to bed, woke up, and he's done it all again. I was like, well, that is commitment to the cause. But the reason, the funny thing is, is people say he's anti-Semitic towards Israel because he's pro-Palestinian. He's not pro-Palestinian either. It's because he's a black Israelite, right? So he thinks that that black like black Israelites should be in Israel. And if you don't know who the black Israelites are, they're possibly the greatest religion in the world. Do you, do you know them, Nico? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm because one black, myself. You um. <laughs> <laughs> I love the black Israelites because every other religion, every other religion is like, I love you. Jesus loves you. We're a religion of peace. Not the black Israelites. They literally stand in the, in the street and you walk by and go, fuck you, white devil. You're going to burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> so can I be a black Israelite? No, fuck you and burn. And there's one video. Some, it's really funny. Some like, real woke woman tries to go up and remonstrate with him. He's like, shut up, bitch. And then, and then he gets her arrested. It's funny as fuck. And the best thing is, they 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 uh they prayed to Street Fighter Two Kenny Logan Jesus. It's amazing. It's, <laughs> it's the best thing. But get a picture up. There was that also within the nation of Islam, like Farrakhan preaches that kind of stuff as well. So there's been a long history, and also there's this. I'm not sure of the stats or anything, but when you come out and you learn about um you know, the slave trade and all. Now, one of the things they say, I don't know how true it is or it's a myth or whatever, but they say that one of the things you hear circulating is that the Jews were the ones who financed the a lot of the slave traders, that kind of stuff. So that's where that thing comes from. And I don't, you know, I don't get involved in that or whatnot. I just saying where it comes from. <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> that's that's quite a, that's quite a like a deep and interesting thing. And then Darius suddenly screen shared a Street Fighter yeah, yeah, yeah. character. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this, this is um his hair is as pure as wool. That's where that comes from. As and his skin is as um whatever. But that's in Revelations and whatnot. Right. But yeah, and also they, to be honest though, there are black Jews, which a lot of people don't know. If you look at the Ethiopian Jews, there are Ethiopian Jews. There's also a oh, tribe. Oh, is Haile Selassie anything to do uh, with that? He is like the Rasta Jesus. He's like the Rasta. Yeah. He's the uh, descendant of, is it David or whatever? Um, but there's a tribe, there's also a tribe in, is it um, Zimbabwe and South Africa called the Lemba? And they tested their DNA, and it's Jewish DNA, and they're like completely black dudes. Mm. And Sammy Davis Jr. was a black Jew as well. Apparently, apparently he was a Satanist. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I think you spent I wanna a lot know, of time I want to know what sites Darius beyond. <laughs> he wants to microchip everybody. Sammy Davis Jr. is microchipping us. Are you flat Earth as well, uh, Darius? No. Listen, I, I try and take an open-minded approach. I evaluate certain theories and I look at them and I think, yeah, I kind of agree with that. That's stupid. But the thing is, a lot of these so-called conspiracy theories, man, 
come out and then they start being true and then you go back and there's been yeah, loads, yeah, that's... Of, loads of things that were conspiracies and then they've been proven true like in golf yeah. or, or whatever and mm. if even if i told you in january this year you're going to be the government's going to make you stay at home you're going to have to wear a mask when you go out you're not going to be able to work see or with, you think i'm, I'm with you on that a lot, a lot of conspiracy theories you're correct because i would say like even that dude alex jones alex jones i used to tell people 40 percent, 40 to 45 percent of what he's saying is actually true mm. it's the other 60 and he's so hyped up <laughs> that he goes people discredit the other 40 right, that is actually yeah. true because you go back and look at about the things about pedophile rings and like using crisis actors a lot of that stuff was actually true um, well, I don't know about the crisis actors bit, but yeah, the um, the Peter, I mean, like Jimmy Savile, Peter like, Ring, the the um, those that crazy party where they were worshiping Moloch or whatever. Yeah, that's actually been, true. Leo, they've been proven to use crisis actors. Yeah. have used them, and I and I'm and I support from Palestine, but they've used they've used crisis actors. Well, yeah, getting back to the Israel thing, because why people were defending Wiley, saying like, oh yeah, but Israel's you know human rights uh, abuses, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the thing is, man, this is the thing I've noticed. I don't have a dog in this fight, you know. I'm not, I'm not Palestinian. I'm not. I dated, a, I dated an Egyptian lassie who was like obviously had strong opinions and stuff. But I, I'm not, uh, is, I'm not Israeli. I'm not Jewish or whatever. I don't have a dog in the fight. But one thing I've noticed is like uh, people criticise. Israel, they don't criticize anything else. There's all these other countries in the Middle East committing human rights abuses, doing terrible things all around, all around Israel. But they just single out Israel for criticism. And to me, I'm like, well, what's the one thing that's different about Israel? Ah, it's the one, it's the one tiny little bit of land that's like the Jewish homeland. And that's, I think that's where it's coming from. Uh, I don't don't think that's, I don't think that's why they're uh, they're criticizing Israel. Jewish homeland is in Africa. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Israel-Palestine situation—that—that's gonna take. That needs to. That's been going on for our entire lives, right? So, and Leo, you're really old, man. So this—it's not. Really <laughs> it actually predates me. I think it, you know. It's, exactly it's, right. It goes back it, quite it, a long time. It predates your hairline. Um. <laughs> actually, all these kind of Israel-Palestine arguments and people going back and forth saying they're wrong. They're wrong. Both sides have committed, and I'm pro-Palestinian, right? And when I was 18, I would have just been like, oh, oh Palestine, Palestine, Palestine. But then as you grow up and like, wow, this is still going on, you need to step back and go, well, look, both sides have committed atrocities. Both sides uh, have caused problems, right? But it's going to take a strong leader to, to, to resolve this and make concessions to get peace. Because when a mother buries her child, doesn't matter if she's Palestinian or she's Israeli, as she puts the child in the ground, at that moment she's thinking to herself, well, that was a complete waste of my child's life over a bit of dirt on the ground, right? And it's going to take strong leaders t- t- to end this. Um, do, you think, do you think Boris could be the man to do it? Uh, I think Boris is the man to inflame the situation <laughs> even more. But it's, but it's going to take strong leaders from Israel, really. That's they're going to have to, yeah. to, to to do. It's going to be. It's going to have to come from the Israeli leaders. Who's going to have to? Because I think, man, if I would, I, I've, I went to I went to Haifa, stayed with Israeli friends. Most Israelis are like they just want to. All anyone wants to do is get up, go to work, come home, but have a bit of money and need a good life. They don't want to yeah. get on a bus. 
they don't want to see their kids have to subscribe to the army, possibly get shot by a Palestinian, right? But that's, but that's the same the world over. The average person on the ground, the regular person, the regular civilians, they don't want war. War comes from the top. Mm. And, and it makes money for the people at the top. So that's why you get these wars going on and you've got big weapons complained. Weapon and it, it becomes a, yeah. a, self, a self-perpetuating yeah. thing. It inflames. Like the more it happens, the more it sort of spreads and the more yeah, angry more, people, the more divided people get. People make profit from war, so there's no incentive, to, incentive for peace, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, it can be done, though. It happened in South Africa. They, 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 they ended apartheid and they ended... Northern Ireland as well. It ended there, and it ended because pretty much because of what you're you're both saying. Like the regular people didn't want it; they just wanted to live a normal, like stable, prosperous life. They didn't want to be fighting. I think the reason why Israel gets more criticism than the rest of the Middle East isn't because they're Jewish; it's because they're meant to be the you know the face of the West in that region. So we hold them up to much higher standards than. (laughs) To like, you know, some Syrian or whatever. Like, That's racist. It is. Well, it's the fucking truth. This is the truth. Listen, I, I, I'm, my, I'm Middle Eastern. I'm from that part of the world, right? Some of them are like, they're not as, let's say, civilized. You know, when we see an F-49 and we're frightened back with goats and sticks, right? We, we're, obviously <laughs> not as, we're not as civilized as, as the Israelis, so they're held up. To a higher standard. That's yeah. that's that's the truth of it. They can they can have Scotland if they want. I'm not asking. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being off in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> they both be fighting to get out of it. 